What's up, guys, and welcome back to our movie review podcast, mm-hmm. or more or less a spoiler review podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, pass the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm one of your hosts, Steve. I'm going to do this right and introduce ourselves this time. <laughs> uh, I'm one of your hosts, Steve, a.k.a. Lose It to Steve. And, and a- joining me today, I only have one guy, because yeah. the other guy is... Uh, He's he's busy. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> Our usual other host. <laughs> but today I have the one, the only, Miguel Angel Barrios. M A B. M A. I get like that drop, which is M A B. But yeah, so um, we did go and see a new movie this week, but we're waiting for our third host to come and talk with us. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go ahead and just do a previous movie that we saw. That I was like, you know what? I really want to talk about this movie with someone and just go over how great yeah. it was. Yeah, and. That movie is Joker, mm-hmm. starring Joaquin Phoenix. It's the interpolation of Gotham's Joker. Like it was, I, you can't even say it's the real Joker, like Heath Ledger's Joker, mm-hmm. or what was it? Uh, who's the guy that, that played the newest one? Uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto or Jared Leto's Joker. This is a totally different interpolation yeah. of Joker. And off the top, I'm just gonna say it blew my mind the first yeah. time I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Like, it was just phenomenal from seeing, like, <laughs> I don't even know, just seeing Joaquin Phoenix portray that role and all the, the stuff he had to do to be in that role, it's it was it was crazy. I mean, I think he went on a diet for, like, just an apple and water a day yeah, for, yeah. like, 30 days. And dropped it's, a lot of weight. Oh, He's yeah. I mean. Unrecognizable. Oh, super unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah. And then you see him, like, afterwards on, like, the Jay Leno show or whatnot, and yeah, he's yeah. just, he's... He's lost, a, like, gained the weight back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta think that's not super healthy for actors to do that. I mean, look at Christian Bale in the mechanic in the Machinist, and then you got Leonardo DiCaprio for what was it? The um, what's one reason fighting bears? Oh, uh, the Revenant. Revenant. Hmm. Hold on. I think I hear an echo. Let me try and fix this. Hold on. There's that, and then there's that. Check, check. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there was an echo in the background. Sorry for that, guys. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it. It was just an all-around good movie. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go about talking about Joker. If you guys want to stay with us, go ahead. If not, skip to our previous stuff or skip to another mm-hmm. podcast you like that's better than ours because it probably is. But <laughs> <laughs> We're just hey, starting. We're, just... we're honest. At least yeah, we're yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, if I can remember the password for this. <laughs> Always technical difficulties on the show, guys. We're trying our best. Yes, yes. Um, so the whole premise of this movie Joker uh, came out when did it come out August 31st 2019 so what two years ago did it really come out in August yes yeah, I could have sworn it came out in October or something like that uh, oh sorry that was in Venice of the first show so oh, okay, the yeah, release yeah. date was October 4th 2019 in the yeah. states sorry good call yeah good call. So I remember watching it in, in, in October I remember the whole controversy surrounding that film because it was it was like uh I was just gonna promote violence and all that stuff, but once you see the movie, it's like it doesn't really do that. It's just focus more on mental mental health than anything. Oh yeah, definitely a shot towards mental health. But I think yeah. what it was too is in the like in the reminder of the previous Joker film that came out with Heath Ledger, how yeah, the yeah, theater yeah, yeah. went. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what people were more yeah, skeptical yeah. about. Which honestly, I was too. I was ready to go into a theater, and if I saw somebody with like you know, colored hair, carrying a backpack. I'm gone. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, dipping. Yeah, I ain't going to yeah. deal with that. But, um, yeah. Uh, started off in, uh, in October 4th in the States. It's portrayal of the Joker as this guy, Arthur Fleck. Mm-hmm. He's just super lower class, I guess yeah, you would say, very. in Gotham City. Yeah. 
or AKA New York. So if you're lower class yeah, yeah, New York, yeah. you know exactly how it is. You being from, from New, New York, York, you and know that place looks more like uh, uh, the Bronx. Because the, if you it, notice, there's the, the trains. Yeah, the train yeah, yeah. made it look yeah. really like the Bronx. Like the Bronx. Like yeah. a staple of the Bronx is that yeah, train. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So going through, it's so Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck, AKA the the person who becomes the Joker. A mentally ill, impoverished party clown and a stand-up comedian disregarded by society. And I think the first scene we're introduced, it's him spinning the sign, right? Well, uh, the first scene is actually when he's uh, putting on the makeup on. And he's he's messing around with his facial features and all that stuff. He's putting a sad face and he's putting a smile face. And he's aggressively putting on the smile face. And then he gets like one tear coming out of his, uh, uh, his right eye. Like he wants to be happy, but he can't. Oh yeah, and uh, after that, there he goes into you know, he where he he's fully dressed as the clown and he does the sign thing, dancing around all that stuff, and um, a few kids, teenage kids, end up stealing the sign. He chases after them and they end up beating him up, and um, <laughs> he gets like really super depressed. Or that's just just his mental state is that how it is, how he's living, how his mental health is, is that he's just super depressed, always down, but he's trying to cheer himself up, but Mm -hmm. nothing's working. He goes back home to his mom, right? Mm -hmm. Is it Penny? Penny Fleck? Is it Penny? Yeah, I think so. So, hold on. I I finally found the synopsis. It gave me the (laughs) wrong one in my head. So, Arthur Fleck works as a clown for hire as a company called Ha Ha's. The the irony. Yeah, yeah. He struggles with severe depression, personally personally but find some form of optimism in store by dancing and waving a sign around on one such occasion the sign gets snatched by a group of punk teens forcing arthur to chase them into an alley they smash the sign against his face and proceed to mercilessly kick him while he's down i'm having a stroke dude i can't read (laughs) (laughs) um in this oh it's uh by the way this film takes place in the 80s is what it's supposed to be portrayed yeah yeah and they did a great job in making it look like the eight. Yeah, the, the clothes, just, yeah. like the casting was good. Yeah, yeah. Just the clothes itself was very well done. Even the, the environment. They oh, yeah. Everything around just dirty and just yeah, super old. The cars, you know, dated. It was good. Even bad wigs, but, you know. Terrible wigs. <laughs> Terrible wigs. Um, Arthur returns home to a high-rise apartment project where he lives. So, he's in the projects. Mm-hmm. Where he lives with his ailing mother, Penny, played by Frances Conroy. After dinner, they sit and watch a TV show with host Murray Franklin, a.k.a. Robert De Niro. Arthur imagines himself being on the show and getting Murray's attention. You know, I always want to say Murray, but it's Murray. 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 And, <laughs> oh, that's right. They, so, they get back to, he gets to the apartment, he's watching the show with his mom. And the entire time, he's having this weird, like... Fantasy, yeah, fan, like yeah. daydream of him being in there. The show. With, yeah, because he very he admires this guy. He's mm-hmm. basically your today's Jay Leno. This is mm-hmm. what, well, I guess you would say um, Co- Co- Connor. Who's who's the redhead guy? Uh, I don't watch TV. Con- Conan, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Connor, <laughs> Conan O'Brien. Um, so he's basically today's Conan O'Brien. And as he's watching the TV, he envisions himself in there, like mm-hmm. and in. Murray calls him and he's like, hey, you, you, what'd you say? He says, I love you, Murray. Yeah. He's like, hey, why, why don't you come on? And he's yeah, yeah. basically imagining this guy as a father figure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very like deep in-depth scene because it's like he's super just into it. Mm-hmm. He's not just daydreaming. He's really into this, just how vividly it sees. Because you know when you watch movies and you see like the, the like, it's very foggy, how yeah, you know yeah, it's a memory yeah. or it's a, a past yeah, thing. Yeah. He sees himself just in there, which shows to how crazy he's, 
you know, depressed and all that. Um, so Murray relates to author and invites him on the stage in front of everyone. There's a, sh- they share a familiar embrace. So the father figure. Yeah. Um, it is revealed that Penny used to work for Thomas Wayne, AKA Bruce, Bruce Wayne's, Wayne's dad. Father, yeah. Like I said, it's placed in the eighties and is obsessed with the millionaire and has been currently writing to him to try and better their living situation. So mm-hmm. in this same scene while they're sitting down, his mother's writing on the table like to Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Just well, she's always always asking to check the mail, check the mail. If we got anything from Thomas Wayne, he's like, "Why are you worrying about Thomas Wayne?" You know? Yeah, a little that we know towards the end. Well, well, yeah, we'll yeah, get we there. get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Arthur. Oh, that's right. So then he goes outside for some reason out of the, the his apartment and he sees the girl. Oh yeah, this puts another spin yeah. on the. Oh man, oh, yeah, yeah. The way they the way this whole movie is like directed is just so. You don't understand what's going on until yeah. you get to the conclusion yeah. or the final reaction of it. It's so good. So Arthur meets and becomes infatuated with one of his neighbors, a single mother named Sophie Dumond, played by Zazie Beats. She speaks to him politely about related issues that he can relate to. However, while trying to make an impression with her, he appears awkward and weird around her. At one point, he spends his day following her. Later, mm-hmm. she becomes she comes by his apartment and asks if he was following her, and he admits that he was, but she doesn't seem put off by it. He invites her to a stand-up comedy show where he's performing at. She's hesitant, but is won over by his charm and sense of humor. Author watches comedians perform to help him gain insight into the craft, but feels more awkward and out of place as his over-the-top laughter is not genuine. So, going with his laughter. So, Arthur has this condition, mm-hmm. um, which they they go on to say that whenever he's, like, super stressed or he's anxious, he just starts maniacally laughing. Yeah. It's a very creepy, like, different take on the Joker's laughter that we're, mm-hmm. we've known from, yeah. you know, the big high screech, yeah. you know, the Mark Hamill laugh mm-hmm. we're all familiar with. But it's very off-putting when you're watching it it's not like like cringy it's just like you're very unsettled yeah. when you hear his laugh yeah. and then he also has that card he oh, gives yeah. to people <laughs> he has a card that whenever he starts breaking out in laughter and stuff he hands people a card saying hey i'm sorry i have a mental condition mm-hmm. or a neurological disorder that says i break out in laughter this is not me laughing at you i just have a problem <laughs> and you see he can't control it because he, he just busts out laughing oh yeah even the point where he starts holding his throat because it hurts his throat it covers his mouth yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's crazy. I mean, it's, it's not exactly Tourette's either because Tourette's, yeah, are involuntary, but these laughter and stuff only happens when he's super anxious. Yeah. Like, th- that's his panic anxiety attack. He just starts laughing. Um, our, oh. <laughs> so, like we said, author works... Our, our, author. I keep... I don't know why I keep saying author, dude. It's from that old <laughs> PBS show. Arthur. Arthur Fleck. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. Red Rose. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, Arthur works as a clown that does the sign spinning in front of places Mm -hmm. like that's his job um but he's taking side gigs as a clown and he ends up you know he's getting bullied all the time and so he thinks oh i need protection so one of the other guys that's in his clown group or whatever says hey you need to protect yourself out there you're an easy target because you know you're you're a wimp yeah so he offers him a gun yeah the guy says hey take this i don't have any money to pay You'll, you'll get it to me no worries take take the gun takes the gun so arthur starts like um, <laughs> he's back in his, his apartment and he starts playing with the gun like the whole of Robert De Niro yeah, you, know, yeah. you talking to me mm-hmm. you talking to me he like loads it up and then he's just messing around and then he actually discharges the gun yeah, yeah. <laughs> he discharges the gun and his mom's in the next room like what are you doing he's like no nothing mom I'm, just, I'm watching an old war movie <laughs> I'm watching an old war movie yeah dude just cheeseburger bobbed himself yeah. <laughs> just shooting into the wall what he was doing was he was uh um 
he was, I don't know, he kind of uh, in his in his mind that he was you know in a club or dancing with somebody. So he's playing a female and a, himself at the same time. Oh yeah, and he's like so, going through the motion, like, yeah. oh hey. hey. Yeah, he's dancing. Me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're trying to hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll protect. It was such a. Yeah. That was a cringy moment. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, she goes, oh, "You dance good," and he goes, "Yeah, I know. Who does it? Who does it dance good? That guy. Bam. Oh, yeah. You know, because he keeps pointing the gun. He's, oh yeah, you know who doesn't dance good? That guy points the gun mm-hmm. and then fires it mm-hmm. into the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm he pretty sure he's the volume on the TV. Yeah. And he's looking at the wall. He's like, and he's he's almost like almost like a child. Like, oh man, I'm in oh, trouble now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, it was good. Um, so he starts to keep the gun on him, okay. And in another, in the next like scene that comes up, he ends up being in a children's hospital mm-hmm. as a clown, just doing dances, entertaining, ki- entertaining kids at the hospital. You know, mm-hmm. like um, when people dress up as Iron Man or stuff, they go to visit hospitals. So he's making the kids laugh while while he's in like a a, a white smock, right? He's in like yeah. a doctor's smock, yeah. and he's like dancing around. He's got the face makeup on, and as he does something, I think he like does a step or like a push up or something. Oh uh, yeah, he um. Oh, he does head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and he yeah. bends over, right? And no, no he does. Uh, he, I think he steps on the floor too hard, where the gun comes out through his pants. Oh yeah, yeah. he's doing yeah. like a stomp, yeah, stomp, yeah, yeah. stomp to get the kids to stomp yeah, with him, yeah. and then the gun slips through his pants <laughs> and lands on the floor. So he goes, ah! yeah. He, he vocalizes his terror, goes down, picks up the gun, puts it in his pocket, hides, yeah. looks at all the kids, and goes, yeah. <laughs> I wish I, when I rewatched it uh, the other day, I was really paying close attention to everyone's faces. There's one kid that's laughing. The other ones, the other kids are like confused. And you see the two uh, adults, nurses. the nurses are like shaking their head like, what the hell? So they file a complaint. The next scene is him in a, fo- in in a, a phone, booth. phone booth. And he gets a call from, I guess, his boss. And he's, mm-hmm. the boss is like, did you take a gun to the children's hospital? And he's like, it's a part of my act. It's mm-hmm. an, it's a prop. It's a prop gun. He says, I don't care what it is, Arthur. You keep messing up. Like, you're fired. And Arthur's <laughs> just like, does he hit his head against the phone booth and break the glass? Yeah, that's he right. Does, right? He does, yeah. So he hits his head against the phone booth, breaks the glass. And then he, um, this is where he gets on the train, right? Yeah. This is the next scene. Okay, mm-hmm. so the next scene where we start seeing the development of Joker. Yeah. Like, he's slowly starting to lose Slowly his starting. Mind. But as you look at it, the way this is all written and the way it's like filmed, it's not a sadistical like monster Joker. Yeah, it's all just what what's the phrase? Um, victim of his own environment. Mm. Like he's depressed, down. He's like nobody cares. He's starting to feel that get that feeling where nobody cares about him. Where he's just like super, just a nobody. Yeah. So he gets on the train, and as he's passing by, like. To get to the train, he's watching on TV. He sees like all the rich people on screen talking about Thomas Wayne and things. And he's just like, man, if I was rich, people would care about me type of thing, you mm-hmm. know, which is what we all suffer from today. We'll get into that later. But the sociological effect of yeah. this movie, mm-hmm. he gets in the train and he starts seeing three guys who are dressed up in suits. So we're assuming they're like law students or something or they mm-hmm. work at a firm. They're picking on people. They're drunk, obviously. And as they're picking on someone, he starts to laugh. He gets his anxiety laugh mm-hmm. where he starts laughing. And then they look at him and say, what are you laughing at? And he's like, oh, no, I can't. I, I can't control. He's covering his mouth mm-hmm. stuff to try and get out of the situation. And that's when they start picking on him. And they're like, you know what you want? You know what's funny? And they punch him in the face and he's still laughing. So it's that Joker. Like he's getting tortured. But, you know, he's while, while they're singing. Um, I think it's called Send in the Clouds. Clowns. Is it that one or is I, it later they play that? No, they they sing that during the, in the in the train. I remember that. Oh, because he's getting beat up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So he's getting beat up, and then the the audio from the movie shuts down, and it goes to the sound yeah. of just 
send in the clowns yeah. and he's just getting kicked on the floor he's getting beat up yeah and then all you hear is the bang and the music starts yeah and yeah he shoots one of the guys and the other guy's like oh no oh god so they start running and he shoots there's three guys he shoots one of the guys shoots him again and then the other two guys start trying to run he shoots another guy mm-hmm. and then the guy he originally shot starts or another guy starts to like walk off the train mm-hmm. and he's following him with the gun and just looks at him he's trying to climb up the steps from the subway or the the train and he shoots him and guns him down. Yeah. So all these three guys are dead. Mm-hmm. And he's just like panics for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like runs away super fast. Yeah. And then he runs into the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. And here's where we get another interesting scene. He goes into a bathroom. He looks at himself. He's like, oh my God, why did I just do that? And then the music picks up again where it's a like a waltz almost. It's a very eerie, almost like a violin type where it's just like two notes. Yeah. Just, that's just straight on two notes. It's very eerie. And you're watching... Arthur and he's looking in the mirror and he starts dancing. Yeah. And then um what did you notice from that scene? Like it's almost like he's in a trance. It's almost like he's transformation uh he's about to transfer like he's transforming into the Joker. Yeah, like he's slowly yeah, from yeah, the yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. He looks like because he's doing this this ballet type of thing, which is if you, anybody knows the Joker, he sort of does that. So he just he does it slowly and he's almost like in a trance. And when at one point he just stops and looks in the mirror. And it's with the clown makeup. He just looks scary. Yeah, because it's all like yeah, it's yeah. sweaty. Yeah, it's, it's running off. Yeah. He does look scary. Yeah, mm. it was a great shot. Because then it gives you, like I said, it gives you that dipl- displaced moment where he feels like you know I feel powerful now. Mm. I don't feel like a nobody. I just did something yeah. to people that don't even care about me. <laughs> so um, in the shock of what he just did, Arthur retreats to nearby public restroom. After a moment of frantic contemplation. He finds a force rising within him, which is how we would state it. And he begins to dance by himself. At this moment, he sees himself in a dirty mirror as a battered and smeared and yet powerful clown Mm -hmm. and begins to embrace it. He hides the gun and then returns to the apartment building where he meets and kisses Sophie for the first time. Yeah. Um, Oh, also, the synopsises I usually read are from imdb.com. So any of the synopsises you hear me read in the shows, I should probably announce that before we keep going. I'll I'll put in the link down, too. That way we don't get hit for a copyright. Hey, you stole our (laughs) shit. Sorry, we're we're quoting from imdb.com. It's where most of our stuff comes from. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll put in the description. But anyway. um, He begins to dance by himself. At this moment, he finds himself in a dirty mirror, blah, blah, blah. So he hides the gun. Um, Does he put it in the trash can? No. Because he still had had it. Put it in the... In the bag because he uses that gun later on. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He put so he puts the the. Gu- <laughs> it reminds me of the scene with the small guy in the apartment. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he hides the gun and runs to the apartment building where he meets and kisses Sophie for the first time. Oh, so he runs back into the girl um, that's in his apartment, and they're outside of her apartment, and he like just goes up to her and kisses her. Right, like they have yeah. a small conversation and they and kiss. Full clown makeup. And full clown makeup. Yeah, and then he goes into her room, which we assume they they slept together. Um, the next day comes over the, and then the synopsis keeps going. The news of the three murders spreads and we, and with, with some seeing it as an attack on the wealthy while others support the act, Thomas Wayne speaks out and condemns it, labeling the lower class as clowns, which becomes a symbol they readily embrace, mm-hmm. which, oh man, I'm telling you the next day, Arthur cleans out his locker to ha but not before confronting Randall about betraying him and breaking the time punch machine. So he goes into where he works, and there's, of course, 80s time punch machines, nothing electronic. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I guess he gets confronted by the boss first to get his last check. And he says, where did you get a gun? He says, oh, I got it from him. Well, he's saying that you offered to give him the gun. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? No, he gave it to me. So basically, his the guy that gave him the gun outed him and said, hey, I didn't give him nothing. 
So he goes back in, starts cleaning out his locker, and everyone's starting to make fun of him. But he doesn't seem as affected as he would have been no. a couple of days ago. No. He's more like, well, you know what? Shit happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he starts walking out of the, the place. And he says he starts coming back into the door and says, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to punch okay. out. And he just yeah. beats yeah. this the time clock. Yeah. And throws it out. All set. And he mm-hmm. walks out. And this is where you see the full change where he's like, oh, I'm embracing mm-hmm. this. And he just starts maniacally laughing as he walks down the hall, which is that true maniacal laughter we heard in the trailer. That's mm-hmm. one of the trailer scenes where he's walking down the hallway laughing. And he's walking downstairs to get out of the building of Haha's, And it says something on the on the sign. Uh, uh, don't forget to smile. Don't forget to smile. Mm-hmm. What does he write on it? Do you well, remember? He crosses out, uh, forget to, and he puts don't smile. He just leaves don't smile. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> what if that was like, added like he, he just like walking phoenix you know, that's a good question that'd be a good one like yeah. leave it in there leave it in the movie yeah, yeah, leave yeah, it in the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so lower classes clowns the next day arthur cleans out his locker blah blah he then leaves high spirited and free um news reports show clown rioters protesting throughout the city and wreaking trouble condemning the higher privileged arthur sees that and has adequately caused this and begins to see his true potential, which makes him genuinely delighted. So, yeah, in this era of, of Gotham, the lower class is just shit on, which mm-hmm. is, like, anywhere right mm-hmm. now. So, all the people that are, like, lower class, I was like, you know what? We got to step up to these wealth. They see the person that did this as a hero, not as a villain like the wealthier saying. They're saying, this guy is nothing. He's violent. He's a criminal. He should be put down, basically. Yeah. Um, going on that evening, Arthur finds... Oh, he hears Thomas Wayne is going to be at a movie theater after yeah. being. Um, is this well, before? I, uh, this because he. Um, I think he does the uh, the comedy club, doesn't he? See later finds. It's not in this just yet. Because I know he goes to the comedy club and he starts doing his act, um, and uh, he's laughing uncontrollably because he's so nervous, and. I like how the director, I think his name's Todd Phillips, how he shot mm-hmm. it. It's just one light pointing to, to Joaquin, and you don't see the audience at all. It's like you would see at a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're kind of seeing from his perspective. <clears throat> and he tells a joke, and the way uh, they start clapping, uh, but it, it's not the audience is clapping. It just leads to another scene. So at one, at, for a brief moment, you're thinking, oh, they're laughing, they're applauding him. But no, it just leads to another scene. So you don't know what happened during that his his uh his his it's time. actual scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Um. Anyway, from the comedy club, I think this is where he gets back home and he finally like sees one of the letters his yeah. mom writes yeah. to Thomas Wayne. Like he just <clears throat> he never I guess looked for these letters and he finally picks one up and opens it up and it starts reading that it says that Penny, his mom, I guess she's telling Thomas Wayne, hey. Excuse me. We really need some help. Like your son mm-hmm. needs help. So this is where he's realizing Thomas Wayne's my dad because mm-hmm. he, he knows that Penny used to work for the Wayne family, mm-hmm. but she, you know, she went crazy and whatever. And he's like, I got to confront Thomas Wayne about this. Yeah. So then he hears that Thomas is, is at the theater watching some. Well, he movie. actually goes to his house. Does he go there first? Yeah, he goes. He goes there. First. Oh, you're right. He does. He does. He goes there first, and he sees Bruce, which is like, it's it's Wayne Matter. It should be more security, more. You know, I guess how, the front how, gate and Bruce yeah. is just playing outside, yeah. like five feet from the gate. Yeah, yeah, so far away from the house, and uh, <clears throat> he's you know doing his clown thing, trying to make Bruce laugh. 
point they got him to the gate and he puts his hands on Bruce's face and gives him this big smile, smile. which shows his, his upper teeth and all that stuff. And here comes uh, a very young Alfred coming in and uh, tells him to get away, blah, blah, blah. And he says he needs to, needs to speak, uh, speak to Thomas, uh, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. yeah. I'm Arthur Fleck. And he goes, you're her son? He goes, yeah. He's like, I think he's my father. He's like, no, your mother's sick. Uh, yeah. She's, uh, she's uh, a very mental. sick woman. Yeah. And he goes, don't talk about my mother. At one point, he grabs Alfred, almost chokes him. Mm. And he sees Bruce, and he sees this horrified uh, face of Bruce. He lets he Alfred stop. go. Yeah. yeah. So they he goes off, and I think he finds out that that Thomas was going to be in the theater. That's what he finds out he's in the yeah. theater, yeah. <clears throat> so then he goes to the theater, but in front of the theater, we see the poor, the the, the lower class people. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. protesting, yeah, yeah. saying, yeah. all these wealthy people are getting to do this. Like, we're suffering, and they're over enjoying, like, a movie. And it's a big protest, and they, that's where you start seeing the clown masks yeah. for the first time. Yeah. You start seeing people wearing clown masks, just being pissed off, saying the wealthy deserve to, like, when the, I think there's actually a sign that's when, there's no nothing else for the poor to eat or something like that. They'll eat the rich or what something, is it? I think I think it was something. when there's no more food for the there's poor. No for, yeah, something they like eat the yeah, rich. Yeah. yeah, all that's left to eat is the rich. And so he's like, oh, okay, how am I gonna get in the theater? It was very nonchalant. He walks in through a back door and puts on yeah. a usher's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> like it just walks in. I was like, which is very common in Hollywood movies. Like, it is. It, put it on. Boom. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's just. No one says, "Hey, uh, who are you? Uh, I've never seen you before." Where's he's, your badge? Yeah, Where's your yeah, ID yeah, badge? Yeah. 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 Um. So that evening, Arthur finds Thomas at a public art theater event. Oh, it's an art theater. Okay. Arthur infiltrates the theater by impersonating an usher. He follows Thomas Wayne into a men's room and tries to confront him with the potential of him being his father. Arthur mentions Penny. So as we get to the scene, he goes in the bathroom and he sees Thomas like at a urinal and he goes mm-hmm. to wash his hands and Arthur's just staring at him, smiling like. Mm-hmm. And then Thomas goes, you want an autograph? Or, yeah, yeah. Like, something. He's autograph like, no, I just want to look at you. He's like, okay. He's like, he goes, oh, my name is uh, Arthur Fleck. Fleck. And he yeah. turned around. He goes, oh, you were at my house yesterday. <laughs> oh, he yeah. says, oh, you're the guy that showed, yeah, my, showed house. my house. And he's like, yeah, Penny Fleck is my mother. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Thomas is like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Arthur turns around and says, you're my dad. Or yeah, like yeah. something where he's like, you're my dad, right? He goes, yeah, he, he says, like, dad. I think you're my, uh, you're, uh, you're my father. He goes, I'm not your father. You were adopted. Yeah, like, he your goes, mother adopted you. Your mother's a sick woman. A sick woman. Don't say that about yeah, my yeah. mom. Yeah. So. And, he, and he's like, he's he won't. Uh, uh, it's, he's almost like childlike. He's, he's like, he doesn't believe what, what, what Thomas is saying. And this is a different Thomas Wayne from anything we've ever seen in the movies. This mm-hmm. is like oh, more, yeah. He's very, like mean yeah most of the times yeah. we see thomas wayne per- like portrayed as a as a philanthropist like mm-hmm. he wants to build hospitals mm-hmm. and stuff but he seems like a very mean rich person yeah. which is yeah. a, a very neat portrayal that they put that we all saw like this isn't the thomas we know growing up <laughs> thomas was a great man yeah i think at one point too when <laughs> when he's staring at um at thomas he's like <clears throat> the resemblance is uncanny like he's like i he look does, just yeah, like you yeah, yeah. like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and he gets he uh, uh, Arthur starts to become when well, he f- hears that his his mother is was uh, put in a mental hospital. She was uh, she's sick. She's uh, uh, I think she was schizophrenic or bipolar, one of the two. Yeah, and uh, she adopted him, and he starts you know getting you know angry, angry because he starts to laugh. Mm-hmm. And Thomas just was pop. Yeah, like, right like, like tries to put his hands on Thomas, yeah. and Thomas just pops him yeah, in the nose, the and he nose. falls down and just starts laughing. Yeah. And he, he he got rocked. Like, he yeah. starts bleeding. His yeah. nose is all jacked up. He says, if you ever come to my house, if you ever touch my kid again, I'll kill you. Yeah. I was yeah. like, 
this is a new Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then he has him thrown out. Arthur returns home where he tortures himself by slamming his head on the refrigerator in a fit of depression and longing. So this was a cool scene too. So once they get him kicked out of the theater, the scene changes where it's in front of a him in front of a refrigerator and he's slamming his head in between the door of the refrigerator, yeah. which is very, you know, self-harming, yeah. like a, as another sign of depression. And at that one he point, has. I think he empties out. Empties out the, the fridge. fridge. And goes in there. He goes yeah. inside the fridge. I was like, this is, this is gnarly. Yeah. This is heavy. Um, empties out the fridge and jumps into it. Like you start seeing that this guy is still depressed. Like it mm. is, his mental health is yeah. super bad. But we know that he he's got depression. His mom yeah. suffers from now that we know a significant yeah. sign of, of at, mental disorder. And at this point, she suffers. I think a stroke. Does he? She? She ends up in the hospital. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. Not yet. Um. So. Uh. Okay. So. Um. Back to going how. Arthur did his comedy show and the entire time he's like saying very off-putting jokes mm -hmm. in the in the time and he's laughing but we hear the audience we don't see the audience mm -hmm. we hear the audience laughing so we're like oh cool he's entertaining blah blah and he just continues <clears throat> to interrupt his own jokes by just breaking out into laughter yeah so he doesn't really get the punchline across but to what we're seeing the audience is laughing mm -hmm. and they're enjoying the show so then um he later receives a call when he's back in his apartment after the whole fridge scene from a uh, from a rep for Murray's show, he's invited to appear as a guest, which Arthur reluctantly accepts. After mm -hmm. studying other interviews on the comedy show, Arthur decides, "Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, so he's like, you know what? He he said, yeah, I'll go on the show. But as he's like walking around town or whatnot, he sees images on the show saying, like, you see this guy? See him? I don't know what's funny, but he's not very funny. And oh no, that was in the hospital. No, 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 that was yeah, I remember that in the hospital. Was it in the hospital? Yeah. Because his mother has suffered, I think it's right after he confronts Thomas Wayne, comes back and realizes the ambulance are there to come prank Oh, pick you're his mom. right. I think she suffered a stroke. Uh huh. So she goes in, in in the hospital, and he's confronted by cops, and they wanted to know where he was during the time that the three uh, Wall Street guys were were killed. Oh and yeah. He goes. Uh, <clears throat> I was. Uh, I forgot what he said. He said he was working. Something was he like said he was working the hospital? Working, something like that. Yeah. So he goes, uh, did you tell my mother this? Is it right she's sick? And he goes, "He goes, I got to take care of my mother. So he goes, tries to go into through that, that little uh, <clears throat> the door. That, uh, oh, the sliding uh, door sliding to the hospital. Door, but he goes into the exit only. <laughs> and runs into so it. Yeah. It's the funniest thing. He's trying to wave it. <laughs> yeah. And everything. And the cop goes, oh, that's exit only. And here comes somebody coming, uh, coming out through the thing. He walks right in. And then... It was, he's in the hospital and he's watching the Murray show. Mm -hmm. And I guess somebody had took a clip. From his comedy yeah, act. Yeah. And then showed it to Murray and, he, you know, Murray starts making fun of it. Yeah. So his whole, like his, he's his, now he's starting to change more and more. Mm -hmm. He's like, the guy I admire is making fun of me. Like he's supposed to be like a father figure. And he's making fun of me. Like, yeah. What's what's going on? This guy, I've looked at this guy for so yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is where he comes up with the idea. He's like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go on the show, yeah. and I'm gonna <clears throat> kill myself on his show. Yeah. He's he, like, I'm gonna he, commit suicide. Mess around with a gun and everything. Yeah. Um. Now I don't know what the, exactly the next scene is. If it's right after this or right before this, when he goes on a date with a neighbor. I think it was before that. Is before were... this? Okay, so before this scene, because we gotta talk about this, it's important. Um, so in in between these these scenes, like I said, guys, we try our best to remember these movies yeah, even yeah. though we watch them after. <laughs> and I just saw it two days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um he goes on a date with his neighbor he like takes her out they go to eat they go um like walking around town they're just talking about stuff and she even mentions like the the, the killer at yeah, one point that killed the yeah, people yeah and he's like well maybe they deserved it mm-hmm. i mean i don't know um and they're just having a great time like it's a very cute date they have mm-hmm. Um, and then he even takes her to the comedy show and he yeah. does a, another act. Yeah. And he, this is where you start seeing her, not exactly the full audience, but her and they're laughing and mm-hmm. stuff as he's telling his jokes. He's doing a little better. Um, yeah, you're right. I think it's before the hospital scene. Yeah. So then after the hospital scene, he says, okay, I'm going to kill myself, blah, blah. So then after he leaves the hospital, um, I think he goes to find out more about his mom. About right? his mom. Yes. Yeah. So seeking hard proof, Arthur goes to Arkham Asylum and speaks to a clerk named Carl. Played by Brian Tyree Henry, mm-hmm. who has a file on Penny. When Carl, <laughs> when Carl says he can't give Arthur the info he wants, oh, because he asks who he is. He's like, oh, hey, um, well, I'll give you the info. She goes, oh, I'm, I'm her son. I'm her son. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, grabs the file, and he opens it up and goes, actually, this isn't the file for no, your he mom. Was, he starts reading it more. Yeah. And he starts to give up that he... Uh, she abused Arthur, her and her boyfriend abused oh, Arthur. Oh, he's reading the Yeah, thing. and he stops. And he looks at Arthur. He goes, this is your mom? He goes, yeah. And then he's Arthur's... Like, I can't, you know, you got to get a, a, a consent from your mom, blah, blah, blah. So Arthur goes in and grabs it. Yeah, but as he's saying, like, as the clerk is reading what's he's reading the file, Arthur's head is, like, pressed up against the glass, yeah, like, yeah. looking down. Yeah. And as he, the clerk looks up to tell him, hey, I can't give this to you, he's Arthur's giving him this look like... I need the file. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the yeah. clerk's like, I, I, I can't give this to you without consent. And that's when he grabs it. Yeah, yeah. Grabs it and just runs. <laughs> the way he runs is great. <laughs> just like if he still has the big shoes on. Yeah. And the clerk's like, hey, you can't can't take that. And then Arthur ends up running into a stairwell. Yeah. And that's where he starts reading about um, his mother's thing. And I think it goes into the synopsis. Um, named Clark, runs away and reads it. Once away, hidden in the stairwell, Arthur opens the documents and reads them, finding that Thomas was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. According to the documents, the reality is that Penny adopted Arthur after he was found abandoned as a baby, and she abused him, tying him to a radiator and beating him alongside her abusive boyfriend. Mm-hmm. One part of the file mentions Arthur having a head injury, which is most likely what caused his laughing condition. Arthur returns to the hospital and tells Penny that he thought his life was a tragedy. But he sees it's a fucking comedy. Yeah. <laughs> with that, that's 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 great. So after he gets the information, like he hears that he had a neuro, like he got hit in the head. That's mm-hmm. why he laughs. He even like puts his hand on his head and he's like, "I remember." He starts to remember mm-hmm. things. It's like, "Oh shit, I remember that." <clears throat> so then he's like, "You know what? I gotta go speak to my mother." So his mother's there and he's leaning over the bed and he's just like, "Hey, I know mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne isn't my father." I know you lied to me. I know what happened. Yeah. I know everything you did. And she's just like, no, that's not right. Thomas is your father. He's your, you're his son. He's like, just stop lying. Like, like, I don't think she's just lying. I think she's so into her yeah, like into psychosis. Her, yeah, she yeah, just yeah. has to believe it. Yeah. yeah. And then at this point, that this is a great line they mentioned here. Like the whole part where he's like, I keep thinking he's standing like turned over looking at his mom. And he's like, I keep, and he's just so he's absent minded. He's not mm. there. Exactly. He's like looking off into the distance. He's like, Hey, I, I keep thinking my life is a tragedy, but it's a fucking comedy yeah. as he smokes a cigarette and he takes the, the pillow, takes the pillow and uh, suffocates her, smothers his mother, yeah. kills her. And then I think after that, we start seeing that everything that he had uh, that we see with the neighbor, all the dates was just. No, no, for, OK, so first he ends up in the neighbor's apartment. 
That, that's right. And he's that's sitting right. on the couch yeah, yeah, yeah. in the neighbor's apartment. The neighbor, Sophie, comes in and she's carrying groceries and she gasps. <gasps> what are you doing here? Yeah. And he's like, my mom just died. Yeah. And she's like, do, do you know Do you know where you are? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can yeah. I help you, sir? Yeah. Like talking like she doesn't she know this know person. But we just saw them go on a date a few and they yeah, talked yeah. before yeah. in the hallway. And he's like, she's like, you need, you need to leave before I call the cops or whatnot. And then he's still sitting on the couch, looking away, smoking a cigarette. And we start getting the the scenes where they're on a date and we're mm-hmm. getting the impression that was all in his head. That's all. Yeah. He yeah. he never like they show the scene at the club where it's an empty seat. Like it's just the all the stuff he had that whole entire scene that was into, like lasted like 15 minutes. Never happened. Mm-hmm. It was on his head. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> so. um, She's right, right after. He gives her this long stare and makes a gun gesture with his hand and points it to his head. As he's walking out of the And she puts yeah. her hand in her mouth because she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, they don't show it. Now, I think he killed her. because That's right a after, good... I never thought about that. Because if uh, I like, I pay attention to, to every little detail while I was watching two days ago. Because when he goes back to his apartment, you hear the ambulance start coming and the police start coming. In the background, you see the lights and you hear the sound. The did sound. you look this up or is this your own inference? I, I saw it. <laughs> this is a great yeah. inference. I've never. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so good. Because I, we were going to do I said, let me just watch this and pay attention to detail. Because there's subtle nods. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, man, that's Something a... that I didn't catch the first time or the second time. I was just like, let me just pay attention to detail. You know, that's stuff. And you don't see her again in the movie after no, that? No, that's it. Wow. So now he's completely into the Joker He's the, crossed the, over the line. Over, yeah. He's no longer Arthur Fleck. He is Joker. I'm, I'm a little like stunned right now. I'm like, <laughs> man, I never, that's, that's a yeah. good inference. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's noticed that. <laughs> I'm going to look that up and see if anybody's noticed that. Continuing. Anyway. Excuse me. Sorry. Coffee's giving me like burps. <laughs> um, so now it's the day of, he's supposed to be on Murray's show. Arthur starts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arthur starts to get ready for his appearance on Murray's show and paints his face. We see him getting himself ready. He's dyed his hair green mm. and he's in his underwear, just like dancing around, like mm. moving, like, and he's painting his face the whole way he painted the face last time, licking the paintbrush with paint. It was, it was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. That was a very weird scene. Yeah, yeah. Painting his face, his hair's green, and then he hears a knock at his door. He goes to his door and he notices it's one, the friend that gave him the gun. Mm hmm friend i do air quotes i know you guys can't see this but i'm using air quotes <laughs> friend that gives him the gun and it's also this little person that's also uh, um someone that works with him mm-hmm. like he little person i'm using that definition correctly i believe and uh they just start talking say hey we uh we, we brought something to drink because we know your mom died we're gonna come and check on you mm-hmm. like hey we haven't seen you around he's like oh i've just been busy like you you start hearing that yeah. transition yeah. where he just doesn't give a fuck about anything he goes uh what do you what do you uh Oh, why are you wearing your makeup? He goes, my mom died. And I'm celebrating. (laughs) She's like, what? what?" (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, oh. Okay. Okay. But before before the knock, he actually takes a pair of scissors out. Oh, yeah. He puts it in his pocket. He puts it in his pocket before he he lets the guy. Because he thinks it's like the cops or someone coming. And then. Oh, yeah. That's right. uh, Because the the guy, I think it's Randall. Randall. Yes. He starts questioning. He starts asking, hey, have you talked to cops? Because they've been coming over here asking me questions and all that stuff. And I don't remember what was the next dialogue after that, but he just took the knife out and just stabs Randall in the neck 
and proceeds to bash his brains in the wall. Yeah, I think he like says, "Oh, you, you were my friend." Like something like where he nods, like, Some, like you like sold that. me out, and then he just, yeah, yeah you're right. He just instinctively, like without any like notice, just starts stabbing this guy, mm-hmm. and the little person that's next to him just starts like freaking, like, freaking oh, stop! Screaming. What are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then bashes his head against the wall, yeah. and he's obviously dead. He kicks him while he's down, yeah. and he looks at the little person, and he's like, pats him on the shoulder, and says, "You were the only one that was nice yeah. to me." Kisses him in the forehead. But the, the, the funny thing was, he tells him. You can go. You're free to go. I'm not going to kill you. You're free to go. And he goes, walks, and he goes, ah! And he goes, ah! ah. So I just run into the door, and the, you know, the lock. <laughs> the lock is the too lock, high. And he's trying to jump and trying to get. He goes, Arthur, uh, I need help. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he unlocks it. He goes, hey, you were really, uh, I think you're a really good friend to me, or or you're the only person that was nice to me. Kiss him in the forehead and lets him walk away. Yeah. That um, was, hey, I mean, this shows you be nice to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always told people, hey, be nice. You never know. Mm-hmm. Like, mental health is a big thing mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, <laughs> they mentioned it here. So, uh, his name's Gary. The little guy's Gary. Oh, yes. Little, yes. Yeah, Gary. Uh, a terrified Gary questions Arthur's deeds and begs him to let him go. Arthur agrees before playfully scaring him as a prank. Gary tries to undo the lock on Arthur's door, but is unable to reach due to his height. He asks Arthur to open the door for him, which Arthur immediately agrees, pausing once again to thank Gary for being the only person in his life who was nice to him. Arthur kisses Gary on the forehead and lets him go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so this is where Arthur's dyed his hair green. And this is the epitome of that great, this is who he is now shot. Mm-hmm. I love this this whole montage. Um, I, the song that plays is fits in the doldrums, I believe. What was the song? I don't remember the name of the song. <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. Give me one second. <clears throat> what was the suit he wore, though? Oh my goodness! It was like it was wasn't really like classical Joker ish suit. It was like a, like a a reddish, dark reddish blazer, pants, and then a yellow vest. I was about to get up and open my closet and be like, "You mean like this suit?" Because I actually have the Joker. <laughs> oh, do you? I'm Joker suit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I have the suit. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Everybody plays the fool. I forgot that song was in there. Now I want to see it now. <laughs> you want to see it? Okay, I'll show it to you in a second. Um, yeah, what song was it? Um, not Call Me Joker. That's something they play uh, in sports, da, 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 mostly da, da, baseball. Da, da, da. Yeah. Joker Stare. Joker Stare's playlist. Oh, it's Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. I'm going to pause oh, that before we get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, you get a, <clears throat> like a behind, this, behind his back shot of him walking to the mm-hmm. elevator. He gets in the elevator and turns around full clown makeup mm-hmm. in this suit, smoking a cigarette. Looks badass. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this dude is on a mission. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, this is who I am now. Mm-hmm. And then he just starts like walking around town. He gets to the iconic stair scene, which now has so much tourism. <laughs> Like it, it's a, it's just a set of stairs that goes down. I don't. <clears throat> it is in New York. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is it in the Bronx? Do you know? Have you ever I been think, there? I think I've walked those stairs before. If, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a big it's, long. Yeah, of stairs. and I'm a big dude. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> so he's walking down the stairs to the song, and he's just dancing. Like it's a very like freeing dance. Like this is he's just embracing who he is. Like yeah. he just looks for the first time happy, yeah. just walking down the stairs, and then in the background you see like a, it starts. 
it's from a fuzzy shot to a, a in focus an unfocused mm-hmm. shot to a focus shot and it's the cops mm-hmm. that are looking for him like hey Arthur we gotta talk to you and he goes oh shit yeah, goes back to reality he's yeah. just like running the, yeah. the weird way he does mm-hmm. and he's running across town he runs directly in the street and gets hit by a taxi mm-hmm. just floored and, and gets up like nothing gets up like nothing yeah. and keeps running then he runs to the train station or what do they call them are they trains subways metros what, what do you call them we, we call them yeah train stations just call them trains yeah, okay train station, yeah. um so they get to, he gets to the train they're still following him as you start seeing people in clown masks like mm-hmm. there's so many people gathered to protest against these wealthy i guess the protest day for something oh yes that's right yeah, yeah it was yeah. a big protest for for like the governor of this town or something that they were going to do um, modifying a project or something big yeah something to do and he gets on and everybody's wearing like clown masks you know in representation of the clown that killed the wealthy people because we still don't know who it is they they know it's arthur but you know they're chasing after him and he goes and as he's trying to hide from them and blend into the crowd he grabs a joker mask and puts it on the 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 weird plastic one i think i had that too but i broke it um <laughs> and he's hiding and the cops are trying to push to like move out of the way move out of the way and these people just don't care they're like no you're part of the people that aren't protecting us we don't care mm-hmm. about you and then one of the cops pulls a gun and tries to shoot into the crowd and hits one of the, the clowns mm-hmm. doesn't hit arthur no, that hits he, one of the clowns yeah. and then that's when a riot happens mm-hmm. on the train everybody goes after the cop grabs his gun just starts beating them both of them both okay, of yeah. them both of them just starts getting beat. Um, but one of them, I'm pretty sure, died on the spot. Like, he just got mangled. The other well, one... No, well, they said that they were both in critical condition. Both in critical condition. Okay, yeah. yeah. They both start getting beat. And as Arthur gets off the train, like, he basically, like, gets through one entrance to the train and gets off the other to mm-hmm. escape the cops. He, like, starts dancing. He's, like, all giddy, like, like jokester tra- like status. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ha I got you. Mm-hmm. And he, like, tosses the mask in the trash. And he just walks out of the train station while cops are running past him. Not knowing it's him because he blends in with the crowd. Everybody's dressed up like a clown. Yeah. They don't know it's him. Yeah. yeah. And this is where he starts going to a Murray show, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Starts going to Murray show. Um, at the TV station, Arthur meets Murray and is... Murray. Murray. Okay. Murray. Murray. <laughs> Murray. <laughs> and his agent, Gene, um, played by Mark Marin. Before he goes on, Arthur asks Murray to introduce him. He says, hey, when you call me out, can you call me Joker? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll call you whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> um, so Murray asks Arthur if the clown makeup has any political agendas behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Political agendas behind it. He says, oh, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in anything. Yeah, yeah that's right. While waiting to be introduced, Arthur sees Murray broadcasting a clip of a struggling Arthur telling, trying to tell a joke. This causes Arthur's mind and plan to change. Okay, so... Here he sees on TV basically the intro you see in the game, the green room. He's like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, we saw this guy cracking up," and he you know, he sees again they're making fun of him, and he's just like, "We get a remembrance of the true scene that happened at the club. Mm-hmm. No one was laughing, oh, yeah. the entire time. No. He was just bombing on stage, yeah. like no one was laughing." And Murray's like, "Yeah, this guy can't tell a joke to save his life," mm-hmm. but he got so famous they brought him on. So he's smoking a cigarette backstage, and he finally gets introduced. And he gets on the show and he just starts like everybody's impressed by him. He's putting on like a good entrance flash. He's dancing, mm-hmm. goes up and kisses um, the other girl that's on the show with him. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the sex lady. therapist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, so back in the day, I'm going to just <clears throat> date me because I'm 30. But <laughs> back in the day, there was a late at night when you finish watching cartoons or whatever. There'd be a girl that would come on show that would do sex therapist hotlines. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, 
what was that psychic's name that always came up? She was Jamaican. Oh, oh. Miss Cleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cleo. yeah, she would come on. It's kind of like that where she would just do phone calls. If you guys have a call, just dial this number and we'll talk mm-hmm. to you about stuff. And she would sell products online. Like I said, she's a sex therapist, so you can only imagine what she sold online mm-hmm. on TV. Anyway. So Arthur goes on the show. The show begins. He awkwardly tells Murray a joke, which he finds funny for its dark humor. Um, what was the joke? Do you remember? Um, I think it was a knock-knock joke. And I think everybody said, who's there? He goes, it's the police, ma'am. Your son's been hit by a, a bus and he's dead. Something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so he goes, he pulls out a book. He pulls out a book yeah, of jokes. Joke book, yeah. He goes, I have a joke, Murray. And he goes, knock, knock. <laughs> He's like, who's there? The police. Your son's been hit by a car. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He starts and laughing. The crowd is like, Ugh. boo. Yeah, the crowd's like, boo. And yeah. he's like, I don't find that very funny. He's yeah. like, oh, come on. Yeah. He's like just starting to go like, you guys don't, like, this would be funny to anybody else. Um, so going back to synopsis, Arthur argues the audience only cares for the, oh, it taught, he talked, I think Murray talks about the people that died. Somehow he brings up. Like, oh, no, he brings up Thomas Wayne. Someone brings up Thomas yeah, Wayne. And he's yeah. like, oh, come on. If it was anybody else up here, it would be Thomas Wayne. You guys would cheer him on for doing nothing. He's like, do you have a problem with Thomas Wayne? And he's like, of course I do. And don't deny that I don't. He starts going about how the lower class, like if it was me sitting in a gutter, you would just walk right over mm-hmm. me. Like, but these guys get killed. And oh, my God, the whole city's in an uproar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's around the time he reveals that he killed them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He goes. How how does he say? I think he said it in a, no. He didn't say it as a joke. Well, I don't remember, but I, I remember he he revealed that he 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 killed him, and he was uh, Murray was like, okay, waiting on the punchline. He goes, no, oh it yeah, was me, no, it was me. I killed him. And then he everyone's was, like, the the news it shows the studio room like, close it off. No, 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 no. keep yeah, playing. The guy keep was playing. like, guy was like this. <laughs> yeah, He's like, back. no, no, keep <laughs> rolling, keep rolling this. So you're admitting to killing these people? Yeah, I am. Um, what's Oh, he, he starts saying, um, he tells him another joke. Mm-hmm. He says, because they're like, oh, get this nutcase out of here. Like, arrest him, get him out. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Murray, he's like, stop acting like I matter or stop acting like people like yeah. us matter. It's like, because we really don't. And I'm tired of people saying that it's not true or something mm-hmm. like that. And then he tells him another joke when everybody's trying to get him out. And he says, what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner? With a society that abandons him and treats him like trash, he asks only for Murray to try shouting him off before calling for the police. An enraged Arthur then screams, "You get what you fucking deserve!" Mm-hmm. Then blows Murray's brains out yeah. in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like whole audience panics and uh, runs out. Arthur just stands up. <laughs> and I think like he, he shoots him again. Shoots him in the chest. I yeah, twice. He, shot him, like he shots yeah. him. In the, shoots him in the chest. Then drops yeah. the gun and like mm-hmm. spins around. Like does a, da- a quick and little. Grabs dance. the camera and he he says something. But the I wish they would have let him finish it. Could have been so iconic, Joker, because Joker would do, done something like that. But he cut it. So what he does is he goes into he goes to the camera and looks at it and says, and don't forget he does the the yeah. line that Murray does. Um, what does he say? What is oh. the line that Murray says? Vamp for a sec. I'm going to look it up because it's very, very good. Joker says into camera after killing Murray. <laughs> Murray. That's why I say it like that. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. So he goes into the camera and looks in because Murray's tagline, he says, and Joker looks in and says, and don't forget, 
that's and it cuts him off because murray always says that's life oh yeah okay so which is it's funny how you mentioned because that's actually uh the song that plays towards the end of the movie yes yeah yes (laughs) so after he shoots murray or whatever you see the town going crazy Mm -hmm. because they believe in what joaquin what arthur just said yeah they're like he's right rise up against the wealthy and they just start Mm -hmm. like a whole, Gotham is in a turmoil. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's no Batman. Mm-hmm. The cops aren't doing anything. Everybody in Clown Mask is just beating anybody they can see mm-hmm. that's wealthy. Like, they show scenes of them just going to wealthy people and beating them. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's rough. And then he's handcuffed and put in the... the back of a police back cruiser. Of, yeah, he's he's smiling because he sees what he's he's done, what he's influenced people to do. And then one shot, we get the Wayne family coming out the theater. Thomas Wayne. Going into, which we all know is uh, Crime Alley. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, I don't think they call it, or we even see a sign that says "Crime Alley." But we do see that the poster, of the it's, it's, it's Thomas, Martha, and and Bruce. Mm-hmm. They're coming out of the theater, and they on watch. the on the board, you know what they're watching, right? Zorro. 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 They're Zorro. Wa- everybody that that knows Batman knows. Yeah. The movie they watched was Zorro. Mm-hmm. It shows them walking to the back alley, and then it shows somebody with a clown mask. Yeah. yeah. Follow him. Yeah. And he looks at him and he points a gun. Yeah. And he goes, "Thomas Wayne." It shows the shot of the gun without the killer's face. And he mm. goes. You get what you fucking deserve. Yeah. And, and he <laughs> boom, blows him away. The and iconic, you know, beads. Or beads the, he pulls the pearls and runs yeah. away. And, and you shoots, see Thomas. Or shoots, see uh, Bruce. And, um, and then after that, I think the the car that Joker's in, he gets hit by another car. Well, before that, he's still in the, the, the back of the police cruiser. And it does the same type of shot they did with Heath Ledger when he was in the back of a police cruiser with his head oh, hanging out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Arthur looking out the window and he's smiling. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "This, I did this. Like, this yeah, is yeah. so great." Yeah. And the cops like, "What are you act? What are you? Oh, what are you laughing right. about?" That's right. That's right. And he's like, "It's beautiful." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I did this. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "People are dying because of you." He goes, "I know." I know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I know. <laughs> so then the cops driving says, "Man, we got to get it." And then a car or an ambulance comes and just whacks the cop car. Mm-hmm. That's just. Right. It's T-bones it and it gets wrecked. We go to another shot where Arthur is like passed out in the police cruiser and we see him getting dragged out. He's all bloodied up. He's getting dragged out by the people, the rioters Mm -hmm. that are taking over Gotham. And he starts waking up because they put him on top of like a truck or a car. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up and, and looks away for a second. And then he fills in his mouth and he's all bloody. His mouth Mm -hmm. is all jacked up. So he takes the blood from his mouth and makes a smile on his face. And this is like, to me, is like iconic scene because when he does that, the music, the soundtrack oh, changes. It becomes this, uh, like this orchestra. Yeah. It's a powerful moment. Yeah. And I remember watching, uh, there's clips of it in, in YouTube where fans react to that. They lose their minds. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you finally Joker see... is born. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. That's that moment Joker yeah. is born. Just his yeah. face making that and turning yeah. around and just doing yeah. the pose mm-hmm. to his people. Like, that's that... Uh, epitome moment where they said where Todd Phillips was directed this is the moment Joker is born, born yeah. not him getting in the clown no this is that moment where he finally frees himself mm-hmm. and it was just like oh my god it was such a good scene mm-hmm. and then I love that 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 score oh it's such scene. a good score it's so powerful and everything you're just like wow man that was that's one of the movies we I saw an opening night in a big theater with like the big screen it just it was mm-hmm. so good so good um okay so 
in the synopsis it says um, the rioters then cheer Arthur on as he stands on the car and embraces their admiration now that he's gotten the recognition he has long desired he dances to their cheering and their pauses finding that his nose is bleeding profusely oh yeah he starts dancing first mm-hmm. he then spreads the blood across his upper lip and grins before standing before them elevated like a god mm-hmm. next scene sometimes later Arthur is locked up in Arkham Asylum and he's talking to a like a therapist i guess she's recording his call and he's just basically i guess this entire time he was recalling what happened the entire movie is him doing a recall of everything that happened but he's also laughing and she's like uh what's funny he goes you wouldn't get the joke and then it flashes back to bruce's wayne's dead parents Mm -hmm. for a brief moment so i don't know if he knew that happened or he's responsible for it it's not like how uh tim burton's batman was that joker actually killed yeah, as uh, Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is this is, he kind of is responsible, but he didn't do it. Yeah, and he like looks at the therapist in like the sinister way, where he's mm-hmm. like, look. First, he's looking away from her, and he like just moves his eyes and looks at her and just says, "You wouldn't get it." Yeah, he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, and uh, he starts singing "That's Life." Yeah, the, and, the sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he does start singing the song. Yeah, yeah. And then it transitions into the music of the movie mm-hmm. playing "That's Life," and it shows him walking, walking out of around. the office. But as he's walking, he's leaving a trail of blood well, on his yeah, footsteps. Yeah. We all know he killed the therapist. And he's like walking with handcuffs down the hall. He makes a left. (laughs) And then he comes back like a Scooby-Doo and comes down (laughs) the hall and you see the guards trying to chase him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just goes up as in that's the end. Yeah. Oh, it's a social worker. Oh, it's a new social worker. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. And then it ends on the screen. Does it say that's life or the end? The end. It says the end. Okay. I feel like it would have said that's life. That would have been great. (laughs) (laughs) But it says the end. And then that concludes Joker. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, watching this movie, after getting out of it, the the symbolism I saw as our state of life in how we're living now, I was like, man, this is going to trigger some people and this is going to make some people go crazy. Like, I think that's the conspiracy behind it or the, the controversy behind mm-hmm. the movie is mm-hmm. this movie is going to make people like want to riot right. or make people yeah. want to go crazy. Yeah. It was a very big, like, nod to mental health and how unstable the lower class citizen mm-hmm. is. I'm not saying everybody that's lower class is unstable. I'm just saying there's a big mental health crisis in mm-hmm. America. And I think that's where people got afraid to play the movie. Because some people didn't want to show the movie. They didn't want to show true. Joker. That's true. There was a big thing where we kept hearing online and saying people don't want to play the Joker in yeah. fear of what would happen in the previous Joker the Dark Knight when there was people getting they're killed being in theaters. Killed, yeah, because that was the whole thing. Was They were saying it was promoting violence. But it, it was promoting violence. It was really, if you look at it, it was a lot. It was like two topics, rich versus poor and mental health. Yeah. That was all I was talking about. And and you see a guy break his his whole, his his mental state is just deteriorating throughout these two hours of, of, this, of this film. And you just see him lose it and mm-hmm. and transform himself to a complete different uh, person. It what besides that, I mean, getting out um a little off topic, it the movie itself was crazy to think that the movie was built around a villain character in a superhero comic yeah. or superhero universe and it was done so well that it was almost an homage than a direct translation yeah. of Joker. Everyone yeah. was like this isn't the Joker. Some people, it was mixed reviews. Some people were like, this isn't the Joker we know. But I'm like, no, it's even better. It was an entire backstory yeah. about a character. And it was done well, like mm-hmm. really well. That is set in, in the, the time of Batman. 
Yeah. So you saw Bruce Wayne, you saw his parents get killed for the 50th million time. But uh, 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 <laughs> we always, I'm glad that they did it like that. Just a quick scene. Yeah, yeah. And um, in a way, you had sympathy for Arthur. And you did. You yeah. genuinely were like, man, this guy is just, you didn't feel bad. Yeah. yeah. That's where I was cheering I him too. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You were cheering him on because yeah. like, this guy's right. Yeah. It, man, that was just a weird, because you're right. At the end of the movie, I was like, you know, I was hoping he would win. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want him to lose. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to succeed and, you know, get what he, get what he, he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it's true. It's to, the lower class is treated like nothing and you're cheering him on because as lower class citizens, I'm not saying we're lower class, but basically we're in the same boat mm-hmm. in a way. We feel like that. The yeah. wealthy control the entire world. Mm-hmm. And he finally got back to him. Man. Ugh. Now, is this... Because this, there's a lot of talk about, is this the Joker that Batman is going to fight? Or this is just a different, you know, uh, influencer who's going to create the actual Joker or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? But uh, we all know in the comics, Joker. Well, there's so different iterations of Joker. Most of it is we don't know who Joker is. Yeah, and if you guys read the, if you read uh, the Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. There's a part, um, where Batman's trying to find Joker, and Joker's talking in the microphone, uh, through the intercoms, and he's telling him, "If I had uh origin story, I would choose multiple choice, I have different." Yeah. So, you got this Joker. You have Heath Ledger's Joker, which also no background. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, no background, no background of who he is. Or you have um, the Jack Nicholson version of Joker. Which where is the old school. The old school, where he's yeah. the gangster that yeah. got dropped into the... Mm-hmm. Was it Acme that was the plant? Yeah. 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 No, was, I think it was... Yeah, it must have been... I haven't seen that movie in a while. I haven't seen it in a long time. Either. Yeah, yeah. Where he dro- falls into a plant and then comes back as the smiley face yeah. Joker. Yeah. But he's the gangster Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, like when I first saw this, I was like, please... Give Joaquin Phoenix an you Oscar. Know, an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. And you were the entire movie from start to finish. It's been a long time since I've been a movie where you're just so invested in it, mm-hmm. where there's no lull. And like the scenes that are supposed to be a lull, you were on like the edge of your mm-hmm. seat, like what's going to happen next. It was such a good ride. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to end for the I most know. part. It was just so uh, good. And it's crazy because it's two hours. Um, and it feels because it is, it's a, it's, it's, it's not an action. It's, or, or, or dramas. It's a psychological thriller, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'd go with that. So I love thrillers. Yeah. And, um, I didn't feel bored. No, not this one bit. Cause I was so invested into this character. Yeah. And I was just like, man, you know, it, it, Joaquin did a really good job on this. Todd Phillips did an amazing job. Like now, uh, how you feel about a sequel? Because they are doing a sequel. They, uh, yeah, I, I heard. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix agreed a while back. Yeah. Said, I'd definitely do a sequel. Yeah. How would it work? My, <sighs> Are they going to bring a young Bruce and continue the Joker? Because the age gap is significantly different than what we know yeah. of the Joker. Because at one point, the Joker is, we'll say, we'll say five, six years, maybe the same age as Batman currently chronology that we know. Mm-hmm. In this one, he's significantly older like, than Bruce, like 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. So how does this play on? And people are speculating or some people are writing that this isn't the same Joker that becomes the Joker we yeah. know as Batman. Yeah. That the Joker was born that night as one of the rioters. Yeah. It's not Arthur Fleck. Yeah. Uh, so my 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 thing, because this movie is, is perfect the way it is. Perfect. There's no need to do no. a sequel. Don't don't give me a sequel. You'll ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it feels like almost a cash grab because this, this movie made, I think, uh, uh, over a billion dollars. Yeah. I think 1.8 billion. I think Something I saw. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Insane and, domestic. And I'm sure Warner Brothers is like, we want more money. Let's of do course, a sequel. Of course. No, just leave it as it is because this sounds like more of a cash grab because you you can't. How are you gonna uh, uh, make a sequel to so, this when it's just this is just perfect? Hold on. So this is insane. So the budget for this movie was seventy million dollars. It's wow. a lot of movie. Yeah. Okay, that's like almost Michael Bay status. And there wasn't a lot of like <laughs> CG and yeah, explosions. Yeah, yeah. Box office one point zero seven four billion. Wow. Dollars. Wow. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, well worth for it for a DC movie for talking a about DC- a, a villain. The pinnacle of DC movies. Mm-hmm. Just give it to Todd Phillips. Give it to Zack Schneider. Have them both write a movie. Yeah. Just have them do it. Make it dark. Make it Justice dark. League Two. Oh <laughs> my Justice League Two! Damn it! <laughs> but no, like it was a win for for DC. Was that movie? Absolutely. They, and they needed Absolutely. a win because this came right after a few months after Endgame. Yep, after Endgame. Yeah, and man, it was. Whew. Yeah, it was it was a ride, yeah. and I I loved it. So now that we've talked about it, we speculated about it. Rate it. This is my unbiased rate, ten out of ten. I'm gonna unbiasedly say ten out of ten. Yeah. Oh, like I said, you're gonna get a drop in a notch if I fill a lull. Too yeah. long of a lull, you're dropping to yeah. down a point. But this entire movie, like I said, edge of your seat. It was an original backstory. It was a well organized, done backstory. Um, another iconic way to describe joker's laugh mm-hmm. going with the character it mm-hmm. was a 10 i believe joaquin phoenix should be an oscar nominee for it oh yeah he won did he win yeah, for yeah joker? i think he won if i'm not mistaken i think he won the for for that and he's the second actor to have played joker and won an oscar yeah sequels accolades industry response critic response critical acclaim academy award for best actor yeah. Oh. Joker, yeah. 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 Oh man. Good for him. Yeah. Needed a win. I mean, I thought he would have gotten an award after Brokeback, but you know. <laughs> oh wait, no, that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other guy. <laughs> Just kidding, Jake Gyllenhaal. But no. But yes, uh, ten out of ten. If you don't already own the movie, get it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And I'm pretty sure at one point zero seven four billion, I think you watched it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. One question before we end this. Um. Since we have this very dark origin story of the Joker. What are another Batman ca- villain character, which you want sort of similar to this? Well, it's already being done. Which, well, yeah, they're doing a DC dark or something. No, not that. I'm talking about the new movie that's coming up in the next the couple weeks. Enigma. The Riddler. A movie? I don't know. Oh, you mean, no, no. So they're doing Batman, but he, oh. the main Character in that is the Joker or um, the Riddler. I want oh, his the backstory. Batman. The, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a couple. Weeks. That's a few months away. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It would have came. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, I'd want to see a dark story with that because I'd love the puzzle element of it. Oh yeah, it'd be yeah. great. Just pit Commissioner Gordon, which would have been Officer Gordon at this point, pit him against the Riddler. That'd be a cool thought. Mm-hmm. Or um, another supervillain that would be in to do their own spinoff, like dark movie. Besides that, would be if you did a story of like Two Face. And how oh, yeah. he wasn't the the fighter for political and no. and justice and so, as a lawyer, but he was like a bad lawyer, and he was you know helping crime go up. That'd be a good one to do. Oh, oh, and he's also another one that deals character that deals with uh, mental health because he's has a split personality. Yeah, yeah. But did he? They can make it where did he develop the split personality after the accident he has, or was it always coming up in the back of his mind? Like he could have had a dark 
past yeah and it, that was a trauma that stuck with him yeah, and in yeah. the back of his head he heard that that voice that kept yeah, wanting and yeah. that's how he turned to two-face yeah Whew. <laughs> man who else could they do they did a, uh, a dark batman origin hmm. so you couldn't exactly do mr freeze because he's kind of like a one one trick pony yep yeah, it's is well you have to base it on realism one of these characters existed yeah. on the world today maybe jonathan crane maybe oh, maybe um dr hugo strange maybe i mean the founding of arkham i guess that could be a good spinoff movie yeah um do a harley quinn uh <laughs> jesus can we get like a dark harley quinn not this poppy go lucky? I, I still haven't seen that movie i watched the way you talk about the new suicide squad no, no, no i've seen the new suicide the her or oh harley quinn and the, the, the birds, of prey. birds of prey yeah i haven't seen that eh. movie <laughs> eh, eh. you can skip it you can skip it um but yeah so 10 out of 10 if you haven't seen it watch it if you don't own it own it mm-hmm. um but yeah i guess that's how we can close it out remind me to um put that imdb gave us a synopsis yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll link it i won't forget i'll yeah, say, yeah. have it saved but yeah thank you guys for listening through this has been another past the popcorn but it's been a past review mm-hmm. which i guess every review we do is a past review because we're saying it after we watch yeah, it. Yeah, you know what yeah, we mean yeah. But yeah, 2019 Joker, um, movies we have coming to watch this month, which we just watched. We watched Venom. Venom. So that'll be the next one. We're trying to get our third to watch yeah. that so we can probably, all talk about that. Next week, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully next week we'll have yeah. that coming out. This one should be put out today. Um, what other movies do we have coming up? We have No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. seeing that one this on month. On Sunday. Yeah. We're going to see that. Um, Dune comes out a couple weeks. Dune. Going to be a, a uh, cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Halloween Kills. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> horror movies, and I'm probably going to get my girl on the show so we can do a pass the popcorn with horrors. Yeah, yeah. But they gave it all away during the trailer. Yeah, but you know, I love the the 2018 version, so I, I like. I want to see this one. Hopefully, you know, they finally kill him off. But you know, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's Michael Myers who never <laughs> dies. Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. Um, so. If you want to find us on our social media, you can find me, Steven Munoz, at Lose It to Steve. That's Lose, L-O-O-Z-E-I-T, the number two, and then Steve and Miguel. Oh, yeah, Miguel on, on Facebook and on Instagram is uh, Migs1987, M-I-G-A-Z, and Yeah, if you and, have... Uh, go ahead. And music, Miguel Angel Barrios on every platform. This uh, man is hustling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every platform. Yeah. And he has a new thing coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going later to record in studio later. Yeah, he's going to record it. So wish him well. Wish yeah. him. Actually, tell him to break a leg or, or lose his voice. <laughs> say that because I know you can't say good things or else yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, we have more stuff come, like, in the works to come. And yeah, just if you have any movies you think we should watch and review and talk about, oh, yeah. feel free yeah. to leave it in a comment mm-hmm. or, or give us a rating on iTunes. Oh, yeah. As of a couple hours from now, we will now be on iTunes podcast. Mm-hmm. So now instead of Spotify, you can now see us on iTunes if you aren't listening on SoundCloud. What, SoundCloud? Yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, so. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. And remember, that's life. <laughs>